is our latest record. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to OK Ringo. Today we have a very special guest on the show. Sitting in the guest seats today, we have none other than the son of George W. Bush, the grandson of George H. W. Bush. That is right, friends. We have George Bush III in the house today. Thank you so much for having me on the show. So just to start, do you actually go by George? Oh, no, 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 no. George is my grandfather. My friends call me WWW because, you know, I'm the third W. All right. All right. All right. Okay, then. WWW. Real intrigued to have you on the show today, sir. Uh, I got to ask, what's it like being the son and grandson of two former presidents? Well, to be honest, I don't, I don't exactly agree politically with my father and grandfather, and I'm really trying hard to reclaim my family name because I just wanted to have a positive connotation for future generations. So that's why I started my national campaign to bring free internet to every United States citizen. I'm calling it the Internet for All campaign. That's spelled with the number four if you're Googling. Wow, that is amazing. Um, how is this even possible? Like, where's the funding for this coming from? Well, you see, son, the funding is already out there. The resources are available. It just took me to gather everything together. My plan is to send each and every United States citizen a compact disc that includes 1,000 free hours of American Online. I'm sorry, you're suggesting that we provide everyone with free dial-up internet? That's right, absolutely free. No expense to the United States citizen. No expense to the United States taxpayer. I've spent years gathering these compact discs to ensure no U.S. citizen is without Internet services. Okay, but what happens after that first 1,000 hours? I am so glad you asked that question. After the first 1,000 hours, all you have to do is send us a prepaid envelope with your address on it, and we'll send you an additional compact disc at no expense to you. It's a great idea, but the problem is it's 2021. Dial-up's not going to be fast enough for almost anything on the Internet. Like, like kids aren't going to be able to Zoom with their teachers. Well, before Zoom, there was a little thing called instant messaging. And when I was a child, instant was fast enough for us. Instant is still fast enough for our children. And if the children need additional support, they can reach out in their own local chat room. Have you ever been in a chat room before, son? I mean, it's been a long time, but yeah. Boys become men in a chat room. That is so many layers disgusting, I don't even know where to start. Um, but I guess a more practical question is like, what about people with have a computer that doesn't have a disk drive? Like most computers that you buy now don't even have a place to put a CD in. Man, you are so good at these questions. You should really be doing this professionally. Like seriously, <laughs> you are one of the best people I've ever interviewed for me. I just, I'm so appreciative of the questions for you. Those of you that don't have a disk drive, I've scoured eBay and located all the remaining copies of America Online on floppy disk. That's right, you heard me, floppy disk. If it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for our children. Additional floppy disks do cost $4.50 for shipping and handling. So you have to pay extra if you can't use a CD? 100% of shipping and handling proceeds go to support your post office, your local post office. You do like the post office, right, son? Yeah, uh, 
Sure, I guess. Um, okay, uh, how can someone find out more about your program? That's real easy. Just go to www.www.internetforallcampaign.com. Okay, www. I, I, I guess my last question is, how do people go there if they don't already have the internet? Fuck. Hey man, <clears throat> it's nice to be back with you today. It's real fun. It's been a minute. I uh, I bought a flash drive on my way over here. 128 gigabytes. Can you guess how much it costs? It's 2021. Uh, did you just buy like an Office Max or something like that? Nothing crazy. It was at a Target. It's so a target. target. 128 gigabytes today. That's probably worth 30 or 40 bucks. It was $22. Jeez, man. Crazy. Crazy. That, that blew my mind. I remember when that would have cost $128. <laughs> at least, man. I mean, I remember I worked at an Office Max when I was in high school. I think we've talked about that briefly on here before. But I remember, like, this was 2005 or six or something like that. And, like, a four gig cost 50 bucks. And now it's, like, you know, five times that amount costs half of that. It's insane, man. It's insane how quick it went. Yeah, you couldn't even buy a four gigabyte flash drive or hard driver. <laughs> They'd be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> well, you get them for—I mean, like you get them for like branded stuff. Like they give them out as like freebies in places and stuff. You That's know, like true. they just use them as like marketing, basically. But yeah, right. Like four gigs—what does that even get you? That's like a you know some some word documents, I guess, or whatever. But you can't really like you know, yeah, have a lot of files on there. It fills up quick. Yeah, in a way, it kind of feels like it's sort of the reverse of what like our grandparents did, where they were like, oh, gas used to be 10 cents a gallon or whatever, and it was less. We get to be like, oh, actually, flash drives used to be hundreds of dollars. Yeah, totally. Right, exactly. I mean, but it's it's I, there's a lot of things that, like, you know, uh, cause that, right? Like, obviously, the technology is better, and it seems to get better, like, every week. Like, not even every <laughs> year. It's like every other day, there's, like, some new crazy thing that's coming out. The other thing about it is, like, let's be real, man. Like... Nobody makes flash drives anywhere other than China. That's true. You know, and like, <laughs> like the labor conditions there are not exactly in a good space. So, of course, that shit is cheap as hell because no one really has to pay them very much money. And that also does explain why they've gotten smaller and smaller. <laughs> yeah, man. Think about it. Like, what you're actually saying is like pretty dark, dude. Like, I, I'm all for cheap flash drives, but it's like it's not it's not necessarily like a good thing. That's true. Maybe that's what that's what it takes to get cheap products is we just have to be able to get like eight year olds to make them. The younger the child that can make them, the cheaper the product is. Yeah, that's just a rule. To it. That's like <laughs> that's like not capitalism rule number one, but it's definitely in the top 10. You know? Yeah. Right. I think we can cut the cost of flash drives in half, though, if we can get it down to toddlers in the next <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> that's real dark ed so you're suggesting that you're suggesting that essentially you, you want to basically start a baby farm to teach kids how to assemble usb flash drives is that what you're is that what you're doing yeah absolutely and baby farm is the name of my recruiting company <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i like that you're just playing into the QAnon conspiracy theories hands that's not a conspiracy. This is happening. This is, <laughs> You're doing this? this yeah. is, I have investors, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. They're all on board. Yeah, well, they're all evil as fuck, so that tracks. I told Bill Gates he could test whatever vaccines he wants out on the kids. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> through the USB flash drive. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't think that this was going to be the one that was going to get us canceled one day, but I think we've already quickly very gotten gotten there. Hey, every episode I'm hoping we get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name for sure. Every episode I hope we get canceled. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it definitely makes sense, and it's like it's just crazy how like everything is kind of like that, right? Like it's all moved really crazy fast, right? Like the the one like the thing that like I think about a lot is like someone said that like there was more words written on Twitter in the first ten years of Twitter's existence than had been published total in all of human history before that. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But, I mean, publish is a real generous word. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. But it's still a crazy idea to think about, like, just how fast the technology moves, right? Right. Um, like, all right, so here's, like, another one. So, like, earlier today, Whitney decided that she wanted to put on, like, a 90s music playlist when we were just kind of, like, cleaning up this morning, right? And I got to say, man, so much of that stuff... I could make on my MPC in like two seconds now. Like stuff that was massive hits in the 90s sounds like shit to me today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you didn't... Back in the 90s, you had to pay to go to like a real expensive recording studio. Yeah, right. Yeah, now you can just do it. Well, you don't even have to have a closet. You could just do it on a computer, which is crazy. Yeah, Yeah. exactly, right. Like, And it's like, I have this like one device that cost me a little less than $1,000 and it has like more beat machines and sounds in it than like anyone in the 90s had access to even if they had money so like it's just and, and the reason for that is just because the technology has gotten better so of course we can do that but there were certain things where, like i'm listening to it i'm just like this is a mess like if this came out <laughs> now like it would it's, it would sound so weird yeah i mean i've i feel like any generation or like decade of music really does not age well though yeah that's true that's why they always like come out with remasters of stuff or like oh we remastered this album that you love and you're like this sounds the same, but it's totally different because all of the pieces are all in just different spots. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. And then people like you get to be like, actually, it sounded better on the boombox demos. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, man. Guilty. Guilty. Is there anything that you could think of that actually is like gas where it was cheap when we were kids and now is more expensive? Literally everything else. I thought you were going to be like land. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Houses. Literally, literally everything that matters. Water. <laughs> yeah, dude, everything. You used to be like, like literally like, like people with high school educations who were janitors used to be able to put a down payment on a house and raise a family of four without breaking a sweat. Yeah, that is a crazy idea to think about, like having a family on a single income. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's and a dead people dream. Did it? People <laughs> did it all the fucking time with like no issue. So yeah, truly, like as stupid nonsense has gotten so much cheaper, all of the stuff that actually matters <laughs> has gotten astronomically more expensive. I will argue, though, I feel like the high school diploma is worth less now than it's ever been, because like when I was in high school, we did not even like. I didn't have to research a paper. I could just Google whatever I wanted. I could, yeah. You know, at one point in time, someone had to spend like a night in the library to work on a paper. I'd never yeah. had to do that in high school. Yeah, it is crazy to think about that, right? Like, I, I remember even like in middle school, we had like, you know, like my parents had like encyclopedias and that was like it. You oh know, like, God. yeah, we had like, they got like what, you know, like on my parents' shelf, like, you know, they had like the World Book Encyclopedia. And so we had that to start with. And then, and I think we've talked about this. You remember Encarta? Encarta Online? Yes, absolutely. Right? Like, so then there was that, right? And then I remember, like, at least in middle school, having to go to, like, the library because they're like, you got to learn how to do this. And I even remember as a kid thinking, like, this seems kind of like 
antiquated <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah and now it's insane to think i don't even know do kids have to go to the library or are they making them still do that no i think most libraries are just used <laughs> as a babysitter at this point yeah, yeah well <laughs> let's be honest most most libraries are homeless shelters yeah absolutely uh, they're, but de- they're de facto homeless shelters <laughs> yeah this uh this has already gotten immensely dark but well uh, hey, true. this is where we get the hits baby yeah man that's this where all the, the good stuff want. comes from yeah for sure yeah, the amount of landfills just filled with only encyclopedias <laughs> must be immense. Yeah, well, n- not only that, but like you know, floppy disks and stuff like that. Like I, so you know, I, uh, I do IT as a job now, right? And you know, have for the last couple of years. And so, like, since we've been working from home, people like I've had stuff shipped to the apartment. So I now I'm getting Dell catalogs constantly. Cause like I bought one thing from Dell that like I needed for my job that I shipped here to my apartment. So I didn't have to go into the office to grab it. And now I'm just like getting Dell catalogs. And now I'm just getting like all kinds of targeted ads, both for like real stuff and fake stuff. I get a lot of like t-shirt ads, the favorite one I've gotten. And I don't need this t-shirt cause it's stupid, but it's literally a picture of a VHS tape, a floppy disk and I don't, something else. And it just says never forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious. That's objectively very funny. That is funny. But I think most people have forgotten already. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's totally the point. Yeah. Do you remember the, what was it? A zip disk that was like, was bigger than the floppy disk. Oh yeah. They and were if you like, had a computer that could take one of those, you're like, baby, I'm rolling. Yeah. Dude, they were like kind of chunky. <laughs> yes. They were thicker. <laughs> there was like a heft to it. There was like a weight. Cause that's the thing. It's like floppy disks were like flimsy. Yes. Like you could easily break that shit in half. And if I remember correctly, floppy disk didn't hold much. No, it, I bet I have no idea what it would be, honestly, but I bet it's megabytes. And it would yeah, like yeah. a single digit megabytes. Yes. No, I think it was literally like 512 megabytes was the biggest <laughs> floppy disk you could get, which is crazy because they used to load entire programs on there. Right. You know, you'd play yeah. games off of them. It was a whole thing. Yeah, totally, dude. Like, I used to work for It's funny we're talking about flash drives. Like, you know, a few years ago, I used to work for a branded merchandise company. Like, it was, we literally would put anything on a logo you know any logo right on anything a lot of t-shirts but the guy that i worked for basically started in the 80s selling vhs tapes and like some of the stories he would tell of the money that they would make was insane because literally if you wanted a video your only option was to get x amount of copies of vhs tapes and the money was nuts because there was nowhere else you could go for that right yeah that's actually when you had to have somebody else like make duplicates for you yes (laughs) yes totally and he would talk about how like you know yeah like we'd you know uh like be able to like reuse like older ones and like as long as it was in good condition no one knew like yeah all this kind of stuff like you know little shortcuts and like ways they'd make money but like the um, like the thought of someone being in sales now to do something like that is insane right uh i worked for the university of iowa in this like warehouse called the surplus and it was just all the shit they found in people's dorm rooms and oh wow and one time somebody found a unopened vhs player wow it was worth five hundred dollars because it was like one of the only like i can call it a vhs player fucking vcr (laughs) (laughs) jeez i was just gonna say yeah yeah i think they were called a vcr yeah vcr it was unopened vcr it was worth five hundred dollars because people want a vcr that they could like pretty much guarantee isn't going to chew up their old tapes yeah exactly right yeah what the place i worked for one of the things we did and we we, literally like this guy had to just diversify what he did he couldn't just sell dvds you know because it went from tapes to then dvds and then he was like well i got to start selling other stuff like t-shirts and all this other little crap that we would do but one of the one of the services we did is we would actually convert them like i would sit there 
put the VHS in and then like watch it convert into this other machine that would then like spit out a file for me. It was nuts. Yeah, that is nuts. I think eventually that <laughs> there'll be some hipsters that are like, can you convert this uh, this file on my computer to a VHS, please? <laughs> yeah, but the reason that that's never going to happen is the VHS quality sucks. Yeah, and it got, I think they called it magnetized or whatever when it would start tripping up. Yeah. yeah. So, well, they say the same thing about CDs. Like, Apparently, CDs only really have like a 20 or 30 year shelf life. So if you have CDs at home, chances are that the, they might be half dust by now. Or they might not work or whatever. Yeah. When I was at Target getting the flash drive, I was genuinely shocked that they still had CDs for sale. What did you need a flash drive for anyway? Uh, I was just transferring file, like a large amount of files to somebody, and I was just yeah. wanted to hand it to them. Yeah, that makes sense. Because no, it's, it's easier than transferring it over the internet or whatever. It takes forever to yeah, upload to the internet still. Depending on what you're using. I mean, because like, we use like Google Drive for this. And there's definitely times like when, when I was uploading like uh, – some of the raw files early on that took a minute like yeah. i would have to just like let it go and walk away yeah well you used to have to do that all the time like in the way early days of the internet where you'd like leave something happening like overnight yeah and then maybe you, you have a, you have a 50 percent chance that it would actually finish yeah absolutely there would be an error at some point someone got on the computer you'd be like mom you ruined my download yeah i fucking hate you <laughs> and then even if it downloaded you're like this isn't <laughs> this isn't gin and juice. What the hell is this? Yeah. This, is, this is some other shit. Yeah, gin and juice. Do you do you remember the? Wasn't there like some pop punk band or something that covered that? Well, there was a bunch. There was one. It was it was. There was a while where I think it was like attributed to like Fish or the Grateful Dead covering gin and juice, but it was actually some country band. Like there was a lot of like there was a weird period of time where people would do like bait and switch. Where they'd call something one thing and then upload it, and then it was like totally wrong. Yeah. Um, my Dude. favorite one is that like artists started to catch on, and so they used to try to troll people. Like during that like ten year period where like pre advanced leaks were a thing. Like I remember like I want to say it was Madonna or someone like <laughs> uploaded like a whole record to a torrent site, and it was all of the track names that had been announced for her new record and then every track if you listen to it was just her being like what the fuck do you think you're doing and that that's was hilarious. it yeah, yeah which i think is great that's a killer move yeah that's like kind of the original clickbait honestly yeah dude totally yeah yeah some uh comedians have done that kyle canane i think one of his albums he named it track for track after like a kiss album yeah. <laughs> so when you google it it comes up and it took like two or three albums before Comedy Central was like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a guy named Eric DeDorian who's a comic who released a record called Nebraska 2. And, <laughs> and the, the opening is he was like, yeah, Bruce Springsteen wrote this record called Nebraska. And the whole fucking thing's about New Jersey. <laughs> like, what the hell? He's like, so this is Nebraska 2. And it's actually going to be about Nebraska. And then it doesn't really talk about Nebraska. But a lot of the tracks on there are named after actual tracks. Like... He talks about his family being immigrants, and the track name is Immigrant Song. That's um, funny. And so the Spotify algorithm really could not handle it for a while. <laughs> and it was actually great. It worked out in my favor a lot because I listened to that record, you know, a couple times. And I then listened, I was at the time listening to enough other stand up that one of the daily mixes that Spotify started throwing me was a mixture of comedy and music, but most of the comedy was tracks like that. That's that hilarious. were throwing the algorithm off. They just had no idea what it was yeah, doing. Yeah, they're like, this might be music. It says immigrant song. I mean, shit. And that's how we fight back against the machines. That's how we rage. Thanks, as always, for tuning in to OK Ringo, everyone. We want to take a second and um, let you know about a uh, really great product. Um, 
It's called the Recycle Bin, everybody. If you've got old tapes, old VHS, old floppy disks, throw that shit in the Recycle Bin. Don't throw it in the trash, everybody. If you throw it in the Recycle Bin, there is a 30% chance it won't end up in the trash anyway. Not 100%, but it might not end up in the landfill. Give it a shot, guys. We're doing it live. I don't know how long this track goes, Ed. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. If you've made it this far in the episode, what's up, Mark Masters? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Mark Masters and my mom? Yeah. No, le- legitimately. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I will say, like, while we're here, we've been getting some weird listens from all around the world, um, which is, like, pretty awesome. Like, it, it's, it's cool to watch um, – how many just random places are listening to our podcast? Right. And I can only assume that is because people are using OK Ringo to learn English as a second language. <laughs> God, man. If somebody learned English off of this podcast, literally all they would be able to talk about is like 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 indie rock and computer stuff. They're right. going to have such a weird... This is, this is not exactly how American culture goes, everybody. This is a very specific window. <laughs> And also, they'll probably only learn like 150 to 200 words. Yeah, no, we talk about the same shit over and over. Absolutely, <laughs> like we're definitely running out of ideas. But they'll know what a mini disc is, maybe. You know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you remember mini discs? Um, those were so refresh my memory. Those were, as the name implies, they were CDs, but they were smaller. Yep. But I can't remember what was the application for them. Like, what? Where did you use them? I can't remember. I remember having them, but I don't remember why. So mostly, I think they were used for like doing instead of having like a computer like we have right now, where it's like audioed out to the computer, you'd yeah. audio out to like a mini disc recorder, uh, and then your your band's live demo is immediately on a CD. Then you know it's a little right. tiny disc. Right. But you had to convert it. Yeah, I believe because originally I don't think you could play it in a CD player, but if you remember, eventually the CD players had that tinier tray. Th- tray right, that a lot of the computers had a smaller tray. But was it was it that it was faster? Like the media was faster to record? Yeah, I think it was faster, probably only because it held less space. But do you <laughs> yeah. remember the original CD burners were like, it was like you would buy them and it'd be like 4X or like oh, 8X. Yeah, yeah. That, well, dude, even 8X was fast. 8X at that was fast. Yeah, most of them speed. either went. I, most of the time, they'd go in real time. Yes, you'd have, so to, have to play the CD. <laughs> it would. Yeah, you'd sit there and you'd play the CD with no audio, and you'd just watch the fucking data across the screen. It was insane. Absolutely, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you were rich if you had a four X. Yeah, no, no, seriously. Yeah, four X was like lightning fast at, at, for years. My first CD burner, I had to plug into the computer's USB drive. It, it did not come in the in the fucking computer yeah like the external the, the the fact that there were like external components for that stuff like like to think about that now in an age where like your phone can do everything up to and in some cases including sucking your dick <laughs> like <laughs> the idea that like because even before that like it, it's like watching like like either documentaries or just like you know like i remember watching like the steve jobs whatever whether it was the biopic or and it was I remember, the ashton kutcher movie <laughs> yeah dude i i actually think it was that one where there's a scene where like they walk into like a computer store in the 70s and literally what that sold was like the processor on its own like right. the keyboard on its own like the tower on its own that you put the processor like those were all sold as separate components yeah, absolutely and i think the point of that scene is to show that he was the guy that's like fuck it let's set all this th- together why are we doing this separately right yeah i mean there was a time where all that shit was so expensive like i mean personalized computer that was like the first computer people that could actually fucking afford and yeah i mean they were still ex- i remember being expensive like crazy 
Yeah, like a Windows 95 computer being like almost $1,000 or something in the yeah. 90s when $1,000 was even more. Yeah, more than it was now. But the point is like, hey, all you, all you got to do is get this one thing. You don't have to get additional components or right. upgraded or anything. And that was like the big selling point at that time was this does everything all in one and you don't even have to know about computers. Do you remember by chance the first website you ever went to? When you got the internet and you were like gathering around and be like, this is the internet, baby. I It was probably, if I'm being honest, the homepage of MSN. That's fair. <laughs> because I remember, so I remember it was my uncle who like set us up with our first computer. Like he like talked my mom into like, you got to get email. And my mom's like, why would I ever need email? This is <laughs> stupid. And so like he set it up and then just being like the oldest non-adult he basically showed me how to do everything and then i have since basically turned that into a career uh, <laughs> literally like my job now i often get reminded of like being on the phone with my uncle like why isn't this working and he's like you got to reload it or like whatever but he was big on msn so we all had msn emails that was the era where your homepage mattered. Like, yeah. that's where you got your news. That's yes. where you got your weather. Yes. I'm, I was a Yahoo guy. Right. Sure. Yeah. I can't remember. MSN was probably the other big one. It was it was Yahoo, MSN, and AOL. Yeah. Like, those were the three. Yeah, Because absolutely. there was no Google. Like, it, it's crazy to actually think about this now. Google did not exist for the first, whatever, couple decades of people. You know, like, it didn't really come around until the early 2000s. Yeah, there was Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Alta Vista. I, I used Dogpile, <laughs> I remember. There were so many weird random ones. Yeah. Dude, Ask Jeeves was like, I remember Ask Jeeves had a float, like had a balloon in the Macy's Day Parade. Oh like, my God. Think about that. That's, like, yeah, and now. That's crazy. Could you imagine now like a giant Bezos head as an Amazon thing? Like, that'd be so weird. No, but I will, now that you pointed out, Jeeves did look an awful lot like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second! <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! What was Jeff Bezos doing, circa ninety whatever? <laughs> he was starting Amazon, dude. Yes. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, you t you can have that QAnon. You can. <laughs> yeah, what's up, QAnon? You can just yeah, run run the ball with that one. You guys, you guys can run your uh, your reports or <laughs> whatever you do to make your conspiracy theories. I don't think they do much, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think they're actually working that hard on it. Like it's uh, it's like eight chan or whatever parlor or whatever freaking thing they're using. Yeah, I've never done any of those websites, uh, especially Parler, because you have to upload your driver's license to verify your identity. <laughs> that's fucking intense. No, that's not an accident. Yeah, I know exactly what they're doing there. Um, yeah, that's kind of crazy, man. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's wild. Like just and it, it it moved so quickly. Like it's so quickly gone from like all that. Do you remember pre iPod? What MP3 players were like? So I do remember the era of like knockoff brand MP3 players. Well, but there, it's funny that you even say knockoff brand. What were they knocking off? Right, there was I, nothing to knock off. Yeah, it was just obscure brands. You know, right. Now I guess there's only an iPod, but who still has an iPod? Except for I guess maybe people that work out and don't want to bring their phone or something. Yeah, but. or like I have a I have an iPod Mini that I bought when I first got my car because it just plugs in with a USB in my glove compartment. Gotcha. Um, that's the only reason I have a, a, an old iPod at all is I just leave it in my car. Um, but like I remember because they were also like mini disc players, and then there were also there was this weird period where they weren't zip drives. But they weren't floppy drives, but there was, like, you could get something that you put into a, an MP3 player, and it was crazy. 
Um, just crazy to think about now. You also remember ringtones? Ringtones, yeah. And then after ringtones was the callback. The callback, callback. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. yeah. You'd pay extra for the callback. Yeah, I remember my brother had uh, American Idiot as his callback. Of course he did. That's <laughs> perfect. I was like, this is the coolest thing yeah. I've ever heard in this my entire so life. This is so awesome. Yeah. I don't have to hear a phone ring anymore when I call somebody. I just get to listen to Green Day. This yeah. is amazing. Well, there was a lot of things like that. Like I remember this weird, and it never caught on. But I remember having this weird thing where you could like, it was this little thing. It was tiny. And you, they would sell these little cartridges with like individual songs on it that you'd put in there. Like the Tiger Clips, like playback. It I can't was, remember what the fuck they're called. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah now that I've said it, <laughs> yes. right? I don't, uh, it Tiger Clips maybe was what it was called. It might have had literally like one track on it or no, maybe two. It was, it was, I don't even, now that I think about it, it might not have even been a full track. Just the chorus. I, I literally <laughs> think it was like just like the verse and the chorus of a song. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just wild how they packaged all that stuff, man. Um, it's like crazy. Yeah, and that's all in a landfill now. <laughs> it's all in a landfill. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's crazy to think about how in just our lifetime technology has jumped that far. I mean, I guess it does that in everyone's lifetime. Yeah. Uh, but I can't even fathom like what's going when we're ninety years old being kept alive by stem cells or whatever. <laughs> what? Yeah, I think that's what it's gonna be. I think the stem cells are gonna be keeping us alive. Um, all content will just be created by AI and like previous like loaded like computer simulations of things. Like, <laughs> this podcast won't exist. It'll only exist in our heads. Like you and I will only think that we're doing the podcast, but it's not actually going to go out to anyone, but it's not going to matter. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we got 300 people who have listened to this podcast or something like that, I think. Yeah, no, you're right. It's not that far off from what we're doing now, but you know. It, it, I, I, I really think that like people are going to get hooked up to like a simulation. Right. Well, some people would argue we are already in the simulation. Yeah. And they noticed it. No, I, I, I listened to that one Joe Rogan episode with Elon Musk. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I did not. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I listened to half of it, and then I was like, this is ridiculous. I've just talked to road headliners. <laughs> <laughs> just say John Toll. Just say John Toll. You know, I wish it was just him. Honestly. Yeah, I know, that's true. I wish it was just one person. No, there, there are a lot of those dudes. Well, here's, I think that like we can both be honest. Like Most road headliners that we're talking about that are on the level that we're talking about have a lot of time on their hands. Yeah, when you have all the time to watch YouTube, you go crazy. Yeah, dude, and you've got nothing else to do, and you're not going to be writing that much because you fell out of comedy ten, you know, fell out of love with comedy ten years ago. So all you're doing is you're just watching YouTube videos until it's time to go to the club, and then you go and you do your hour of jokes that you've been telling since the '90s, and you go back to your hotel room, and uh, that's it. That's your whole life. And maybe if we try real hard, someday we'll get there. <laughs> oh, baby. Thank you so much for listening to OK Ringo. We really appreciate it. If you're looking for more stuff from us, you can always find all the podcasts, all the live show dates, everything like that at OKRingoComedy.com. There might be some live shows coming up, everyone. We will see. Uh, you can also find us uh, on the social medias. I am across platform at Harrison Gramcia. And I am everywhere at Not Made for TV. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, throw your floppy disks away if you're still using them.